So long as we never forget who we are and where we've come from, we'll never be defeated. So long as you feel the fire of life in your heart, the darkness can never claim you. Coming at you from Submarine Studios, to the latest episode of Rage Across the Internet, your Werewolf the Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Porter. To my left, we have our very own ghost cop, producer Joey. Hey, guys. Across the table from me, our cannibal cop, Tommy Dixon. <laughs> What's up? And to my right, the ghost cannibal cop, Daniel Tyson. <laughs> hey. How does that work exactly, Danny? I don't know. Are, are, you, are you like a policeman for cannibal ghosts? Or, or are you a cannibal policeman who busts ghosts? Or are, you a, how, are those the two options? I, I think he's a ghost cop. Like a, a, a dead cop? Yes, that, that arrests cannibals. Okay. Are we see, referencing yeah. something here? No. Not oh, really. Okay. See, see I, I'm thinking it's the other, I think it's the other, the other way, is where he was a, he's a cannibal. Right. And, a, and a police officer. Mm-hmm. You know, right. it's like he's his hobby and his job. And, and, and he, what happens... He arrests ghosts? No, no. Mm. Well, I mean, he, he's going to. Okay. Like, eventually. the problem was, yeah, is like he'll get purse snatchers and shit and he'll eat them. So eventually the chief is like, damn it, Tyson, I'm sending you to the ghost division. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Get really frustrated if I'm correct. <laughs> okay, done. Sweet. Um, <laughs> but wait. But you know what, though? I'm already a ghost cop, so was we, I just in the ghost division already? Yeah, I think so. I think you specialize in ghost crime. Okay, okay. She's had it. You know, it's boo, <laughs> nobody moves or the kid gets it. <laughs> ghost hostage situations. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, what happens if, because I'm the cannibal ghost cop. And if I show up late to the buffet, you know what I get? A cold shoulder. Hmm. Good night, everybody. And he knew I was going to kick him out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'll be back next week. <laughs> this is a werewolf podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what this week is? Oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sorry, wrong ghost cops here. <laughs> well, where else are silent striders going to go? Hey! Hey-o. Boom! Roasted. Look at look at you make that somewhat relevant. <laughs> Kinda. No, that actually came came to us straight from the Discord today. Oh, okay. <laughs> so looking to start some some stupid conversation. Because mm-hmm. why not? And I said, you know, if I say cannibal ghost cap, which 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 version do you think of? And then followed up with, this might be important. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right? And who wins? Well, um... Nobody. Nobody wins. <laughs> no, uh, I believe Cole won. Cole won. Cole wins we, we that had day. Cole and Ghostpaw participate in that discussion. Okay. And, and Cole wins that day by um, suggesting Rich Evans <laughs> as Space Cop in a remake of Ghost. Oh, boy. As Patrick oh boy. Swayze. Oh, boy. Oh, that's... Yeah. Well, that just went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations to us all. Because no. now we all know about it. And, yep, still a werewolf podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a hell of a start. And, you know, if you want to partake in conversations like that, or the great peanut butter and cheese sandwich debate, or... <laughs> 
Oh, man. <laughs> Various discussions about the efficacy of Silver Fang rule or uh, <laughs> the Rage Card game or whatever we happen to get into, you can do that on our Discord. Mm. And you can find that through our forums at our website. Look at how they take a brush of dusting dolls. Yeah. <laughs> which is uh, rageacrossinternet.com. Uh, while you're there, there's also, if you feel the need to do so, uh, you're kind enough, you can hit our Patreon or a PayPal to donate, you know, like once if you want, but we have our Patreon. Which <laughs> do is, that one. yeah. You, you get some shit back, it's yeah, pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, that's the thing, is we, we like being able to give something back. We actually just recorded the February Patreon, mm-hmm. getting ahead of the game. That was pretty sweet. And I think we're all really looking forward to the next part of our postmortem series. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But hey, yes, this is in fact the World of the Apocalypse podcast. So ghosts, cops, and cannibals be damned. Okay. <laughs> 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 what the hell? Okay, so, you know, as a pack... Danny has to say it, though. Say what? What is the, what is the episode today? What? What is it part of? The tribals. But what does that mean? Oh, that we're cursed and how yeah, the hell did we you go. start this? <laughs> <laughs> you have to say it or else it's going to end up bad. Oh, is that how it is? We have to acknowledge yeah, the curse? Yeah, we have to acknowledge the curse. Oh. We have to give I mean, it I thought due. once they heard what was going on with ghost cops and cannibals, they already kind of knew that there was a curse going on. Well, well, I, I figured they knew where they were or they turned it off already. <laughs> <laughs> but the simple fact is we have to acknowledge the curse. So it's less of a curse later. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it is, you're the one that always brings it up, so you had to say it. That, that's Ooh, fair. That's right. fair. You know, actually, I got that question in the Discord. The curse? Yeah. Actually, it wasn't in, it wasn't in, <laughs> it wasn't in our Discord. Okay. But, but the person that asked me immediately joined our Discord. Okay. So what's <laughs> so- up, Lyrics? Yes, um, why the tribal series was cursed. Oh. And <laughs> did you explain so, to them that we've already done like 30 recordings? <laughs> I, I, I kind of did. I explained it to you, so those of you who aren't aware, you know, we, we have done significantly more tribal episodes than you've ever heard. You know, <laughs> this, is, this is true. Yeah. Um, be, be it an audio issue that we couldn't fix or we were in a hurry so we skipped a sound check and found out someone's mic wasn't on three days later <laughs> or someone yeah. someone trips over a cord that unplugged something important that again we didn't notice until later right <laughs> someone that time that Danny audio. went on that five minute racial slur rant whoa 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 <laughs> and we just couldn't edit it out no we this. kept trying and he was just I can't even say the words <laughs> <laughs> But he just kind of made a little song of racial those, slurs behind us the whole time. The ones that rhyme with Smecca? No. No. No? Is, is this, is this <laughs> where we want it's, to go with this him, episode? It's him no. baiting into another one of these. <laughs> okay, we've already acknowledged the curse. Let's not double curse us. <laughs> so, Porter, why are we here? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> No, we are here to take care of the latest in our tribal series, mm-hmm. which is the Fianna. And it's weird that Tom asked because he plays a Fianna. And so he's kind of sitting in the spotlight this time. Although now I just think like he's super vain and just wanted that intro so he could feel good about himself at night. I'm just moving it along, that's all. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you know, tribal episode, it's going to have a lot of information, so just... I'm going to help move it along a little. Well, let's uh, 
Let's make like a stag and move on. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how this works. Transcends languages now. That, that was the worm episode when we were talking about cows. <laughs> that was the wild episode, you creep. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> hey, Tom. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Here we go. <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> All right, Dixon, tell us about the Fianna. Where should I start? At the beginning. Uh, beginning. Beginning of time? We've done sure. like 15 of these. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I just don't know where I should start. The history. Beginning. Yeah. Oh, my God, they have so much history. They really yes, do have yes, a they lot do. of and history. And the, yeah, they have an amazing amount of history. And one thing I do like about the revised book is they have a whole page worth of their chronological order of most right. major events in the Fianna history. And it has dates. Dates and everything. So if you, you Which know, is a fucking rarity. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. I mean, it really is a rarity. And it's like, wow, you can actually put these down to the T on where they were mm-hmm. and what happened. So, okay, then start with the start of the tribe. The start of the tribe is actually further in because they didn't actually start off as a one united tribe. They had many different little clans, I guess you could call them, before they united. Like there was the Fee, and then there was the Anna. And... <laughs> <laughs> the thing were... is, the thing is, I go, who lets me talk? But I'm the fucking host. Right? I mean, you guys are screwed. Yeah, we're always screwed. You just ask who lets you talk, and it's like, we have any choice. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, so they were referenced as the nine times nine clan of Stag. Now, what does that mean exactly? Uh, It's, it's, well, essentially it was an exaggeration. But the tribe did branch off like the times of Stag's antlers. Okay. And the Stag is their totem, so. Yes. We'll get to that. (laughs) But I mean, it's pretty pretty obvious that Stag is their totem. So a few uh, sub-tribes that we have that, you know, at the start were the Hands of the Horned One, and they settled in Gaul, and the Sky Singers, which were in the Alpine region, the Night Claws, which were in the hills and valleys of Balkan, and obviously the Fierce Ones, which were, you know, in the Western Isles. Yeah. And what I like about the Night Claws is that, you know, sometimes they seem to forget that the Impergium is over, so they're kind of like red talons in <laughs> just, that. Just a smidge. Well, <laughs> well, now, speaking of the Imperium, I guess we have kind of jumped that hurdle. Oh, yeah. Uh, chronologically speaking. So um, let's let's walk this back a second. Right. What about the Imperium? Well, how did, did the Fianna save the day for, <laughs> for everyone everywhere? Well, they did admit to stopping it, but they did oppose it. So they take credit. I guess, yeah. We haven't had one in a while. It has been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since a single tribe was the hero of today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and they now think it was a bad idea. Right. Because, but wait, in the book, they actually said that when the Concord was completed, it did not officially stop the Imperium in their eyes. Yeah. I I need some clarification. Mm -hmm. That today they look at the Imperium as a bad idea, or they look at stopping the Imperium as a bad idea? Um, They think the Imperium was a bad idea now. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because that could have went either way. I need a little clarification there. Yeah, and they admit to culling the weak and sometimes a troublemaker. Well, you know. You know. You've got to keep folks in line. (laughs) Can't have a bunch of Daniel Tyson's running around. I I don't (laughs) want that either. See? you got a bunch of Tommy Dixons running around. I mean, I don't know how many you've killed, actually. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's only killed if they're real people. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it's just like thrown away. Oh man! In the dumpster. I mean, like you can't kill a puppy; you just throw it away. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then, okay, back to the Imperium. One thing I did find in the book that I thought was was nice to see. Um, they admit that it was easy to dominate the humans, and it made them feel powerful, and it fed their pride. Hmm. You know, you kind of have to appreciate that level of honesty. Right. <laughs> that's that's what I, I liked, that they were like, yeah, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. This is why we did it. You know? yes, yes, it did make me feel like a big man, thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're just they're laying all their cards out. Like, well, I like how they still admit that they still did the impersium by proxy by using, their kin, using the kinfolk. Well, and they admitted that they raided other people's kinfolk like their kinfolk raided cattle. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, yeah. <laughs> so much for that happy-go-lucky drunk, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, this was like way back in the day, though, when oh, we were oh, all yeah. fighting for land. I mean, oh, we sure. just wanted our territories. There's, oh, there's just going to be a few, uh, I think we're going to shatter that illusion a couple times here during this one. A few. A couple you know, times. There's a little bit of cattle rustling going on, but that's okay. <laughs> now, um... Obviously, we moved from that to the War of Rage. Mm. Correct. And there's there's something I, I took note of in the War of Rage that I kind of got a kick out of. <laughs> I'm all ears. Okay. <laughs> I've been well, waiting. Well, you know, it's it's of no you know they don't deny their part in the War of Rage. They absolutely participated. They're not mm-hmm. hiding that fact. It's on some big secret. But um, they they also take credit with helping the Corax, like actively sheltering them during right. that period, mm-hmm. which. Um, Man, was there ever a bad time to be a Korax? <laughs> Apparently not. It doesn't sound like it. I mean, the war rage is happening, and you've got you've got the Fianna hiding them. You got the Get who consider them lucky to have around. You got the Shadow Lord. These guys, even the War of Rage, these guys were protected. <laughs> right. My God. They're looking down at the rest of the Pharaoh, just laughing. I know. Well, the Korax occasionally saved a Pharaoh or Pharaoh kin. With the Fianna looking the other way. So, I mean, it was like, you know, the Underground Railroad, the Corax were occasionally running <laughs> with the Fianna going, I'm not seeing this. So I'm Little okay buddy. with it. It's, it's the, the deal they struck as long as the Corax helped them in the ways they needed help. Yeah. I'm going to look the other way. But, but I love how it's just the Korax who gets that special treatment. Yeah, I don't understand I, why it was just the Korax either. Because like, the Korax are awesome. They are awesome. But like, meanwhile, like the Kamatsas are flying over there like, hey, what about us? So I go, you you wait till the Shadow Lords get here. <laughs> and, and like, they mentioned the were-otters. Like, what do you get against were-otters? Like, slaughtered. You know what's great about that, though, is they're never mentioned again anywhere. I know. The were-otters? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I was reading the book. I was like, wait, wait, what? What did they just say? <laughs> I think their, I think their official fair name was uh, hallucination. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't encourage him. So, <laughs> somebody just threw that one in right under the editor's nose. Right. <laughs> it was like a private joke somebody had. You know, they, I wouldn't be they're, surprised. They're flipping through the book the day pull, You know, they got pallets of the. And this is, uh, wait, wait, uh, damn it, Adi! <laughs> Where is he? Where's this son of a bitch? 
I, I need I need three cases of whiteout stat. <laughs> nice. He's got to ship out today. Well, it's gray out, but. <laughs> Hey. Right, because you can't. Yeah, I'm you can't. <laughs> That's gonna be a problem later. <laughs> but no, it was the thing I noticed about the War of Rage. I just, it just really stuck out to me that this is another example of the Corex kind of being a little bit protected during mm-hmm. the War of Rage. He's getting put on a pedestal. These, right? these, these are the good ones. <laughs> I mean, again, they're cool and all. But right. <laughs> you know, if I'm like the Naga or the Mako or the Girl, be like, well, fuck, man, come on. <laughs> And I'll put on a fez, I'll juggle shit. No. Just, just, just let me live. Right? Cut me some slack. Only I can prevent forest fires. Oh, nice. Yes. So, in the War of Rage section, it says that the Garu were kings of the world, the rightful ruler of man and Pharaoh alike. Humble. Right? Oh, <laughs> Just a and little. Yeah, this is the Fianna book, right? right Not the right. Silver Fang. Yeah, right? This is the Fianna book. <laughs> All right. And that the Pharaoh, their reaction to this was they snubbed, laughed at, or worse, ignored the Garu. I 100% believe that. So. And then what would happen to those who ignored? Well, the that's. Fear of rage. <laughs> the War of Rage. That's that point. It, yeah. It's saying that the Pharaoh, what caused the War of Rage was. The Pharaoh snubbed, laughed at, or worse, ignored. So, so worse than being laughed at was just being ignored. So those were first. And you're not acknowledging me, so I'm going to kill you. So, <laughs> right? so, so what it comes down to is you didn't do what I said when I said it. You die. I thought to themselves was gods, I guess. You guess. No, it sounds exactly like that. Pride? I mean, it sounds like pride. Oh, it's absolutely pride. I, I would go with arrogance. Right? <laughs> And I, that's... They kind of go hand in hand. And we're talking about Garu. Yeah. So, I'm not an arrogant for Garu. Yeah. Eh, the War of Rage. I can't wait till we do the episode on it. Oh, boy. That's coming. Oh, of course it's... Are you kidding? No, we're going to leave that until next season. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, this is the last episode. You didn't know? Oh, I didn't. Yeah. So remember to hit that Patreon. It's... <laughs> 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 or you know they gotta turn the lights off and we can't do this again yeah it's crazy um yeah so that's War Rage I think uh that about covers it I was, gonna yeah. say, I was about to yeah. say that's, that's kind of the gist oh yeah they had their hands they, deep in it and they just saved the Corax yeah. <laughs> and only the Corax mm-hmm. so did they participate in the second War of Rage oh I didn't read anything in that in the revised book okay so not mentioned not much, which doesn't surprise me, but no. that's really a tale for Shadow Lord Day. Mm. <laughs> there's been a lot of those coming up. Like, there's tales coming for the Shadow Lord Day. We need to get to the Shadow Lords. <laughs> I, well, well, we're not far off. I know. Like, I'm not looking at the list, but we've done a lot of these. <laughs> there's only so many left. There's yeah, only so many left. left. So, um, the next little note that I have is that they are basically allies with the Fae, but they don't trust them. Which, like, who trusts Fae? I was about to say exactly that. I, I think only somebody who is, like, documentedly an idiot would would trust a Fae. I was going to go terminally stupid, but yes. Mm, like, has a medical diagnosis, idiot. It's a hell of a diagnosis. <laughs> well... well. <laughs> 
<laughs> Same dude. Same dude. It's crazy. Weird. So, so they have a, we'll call it a special relationship with the Fae then. Well, and in the beginning story, I mean, the the son was Garu, mm-hmm. and his sister was Faye. Really? Yeah, that's um, that's isn't fairy, not isn't her name. No, I get it. I she wasn't Faye the fairy. Faye the Faye. Faye the Faye. It'd be very confusing. It'd be a terrible name too. It would be I mean, an awful like name. Drake Drake. Who does? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beautiful. But yeah, no. It, in the in the beginning. Um, you know, there's the wolf, mm-hmm. and he meets a woman, and they hook up, and... Run off together. Well, no, she disappears. They have one magical night. She disappears. Where <laughs> <laughs> a brown chicken and a brown cow get together? What? Brown chicken, brown cow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What was that? <laughs> you know exactly what I meant. Where chickens? What the? No, no. fucking what are you doing? Otters. Right? Oh boy. Okay, so so magical night. Yep. She. <laughs> she does return. She does. Kids. She does return years later, and she has two children, mm-hmm. a boy and a girl, and the boy is older. And she gives the son to the father and says, you know, this one's yours. And the daughter has to go with her. Porter's so. got his hand raised. Yes. Isn't this vaguely the plot of Aquaman? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. know. <laughs> maybe, maybe the writers of Aquaman read this. I don't know. But, yeah. Didn't the, Aquaman come out before this? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Maybe the, that's where they drew their inspiration. The son, the son was Garu, mm-hmm. and the daughter was Faye. And it was basically spelled out in, in the opening story. So, you know, their their family lines are connected. Yeah, I mean, there there is that very close, you're right, there's that very close connection with the Faye. If I recall correctly, the Fianna are not supposed to harm the Faye. I, I don't believe they are. Um, no, you're correct. We're not supposed to. And there's there's a camp that you um, can only be recruited for, and one of you know the major condition is if you're deemed to have fey blood. That's the Tuatha Dé Fian. Yeah. Say that again. Tuatha Dé Fian. That sounds cool. Yeah, it's it's the children of Fion. Yeah, basically. Sounds like a crazy chant. They specialize in dealing with obviously the good folk, the fey. No, I'm 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 into that. I'd, I'd be oh, one of those. Cool. Just because it sounded cool, I, I I hate the fay. I do it anyway. It sounded so cool. <laughs> What's well, fun? I mean, they do a lot of. There's a, Celtic is really deep in Fianna, so yes. they use a lot of Celtic naming. Was and, that what that was? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And oh, interesting. I, there's there's a lot of neat names for a lot of things. Well, I mean, it's yeah. a fair question because. There's well, a lot of gobbledygook names as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, the, these are. <laughs> there's these some of them have a hard time. This is someone I'm going to have a very hard time with pronouncing. <laughs> hey, do your best, man. I'm just pointing out, like, you know, that, that you know, I don't know. So, that, that is, but you know, there's a lot of nonsense words already in Werewolf. Mm. So, when I hear that, it's like, is, is, that, a, is that a made up thing or is that, a, is that a real thing? What are we doing? Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of <laughs> Gaelic. Where's Werewolf? What's Google? Depends on what day and age you're playing in. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, we're, our game is set in the 90s. There was Google. No. Mm. Not back then. I think we were just barely getting on the cusp of internet. Yeah. You were, you were Yahoo. Or, or AOL. AOL yeah. Search terms. Yeah. MSN, Yahoo, and AOL. Those were it, like the three things. It, we're, we're back to the era of... Um, you had a CD disc you, in the mail right? into your trial. <laughs> you could also learn some news from our website page. And that is HTTP... <laughs> Call it back to our start. <laughs> <laughs> I think we did that before a few times. Yeah. This will never stick. One thing that I just yeah, I really love. Hurt. One thing I really love about the Fianna is just how family tied they are. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> really? What? <laughs> what? Just you over there. <laughs> Alex P. Keaton. You said family ties, goddammit. <laughs> you know, Micro Gross canceled. He's not gonna make it today. Aww. Oh, boy. Uh, that's going to be insufferable for this one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the Fianna hold their kinfolk very dear, and they are highly respected and honored. And honestly, one of the biggest, and they tell this in the, in the book, one of their biggest and greatest kin was the was Fian Mac Kunhol. He protected his people and Silver Tara, which is one of their main steps in Ireland, from foes both human and supernatural. His band was killed through treachery, and the Fianna were sure to avenge him. Oh. His funeral lasted for days and days, and he was laid to rest in the Green Valley within sights of Silver Tara. No kin can expect to see that kind of honor, really. I mean, no, you're, that's, you're, that, no, you're that's right there in, in the sept, essentially. Hmm. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because you know, I mean, this is your tribe. You got the you got the you got the main knowledge here. But uh, Silver Tara, that's kind of the the center of the Tri-Spiral? No. No. It's its own thing. Tri-spiral. Well, I mean, has, I, I know yep. it's its own thing, but it's yep. kind of located... Oh, yeah, it's the center. Yeah. It's the main center sept. Yeah. Like Obviously, it's, there's two more that branch off because right. they're connected through ley lines, but it's the main, it's the high king. The, okay. You just want to make sure that's it's, out Yes, yeah, the high king sept. Yeah. Interesting. So with their strong family ties, is that what essentially drew you to the tribe? It's what really drew me to the tribe, plus tribe. Tribe. <laughs> English is hard. <laughs> well, you you Gaelic here. Oh, sure. It's just how you say that that way, you know. <laughs> Time is Gaelic for tribe? Yes. Okay. Don't question it. It really is what drew me, not only that, but I have Scottish and Irish in my blood. So that's another reason that drew me to it. So a lot more relatable to you personally. Correct. I mean, you get a big family, so... <laughs> Most of us Irish and Scottish people do, yeah. and, and we stay very close to our families. So that's one thing that I felt I could relate with, especially being my first character. It makes it easier to segue into the tribe and learn it. Yeah. Well, and I think the the irony of that is the way you built your character was essentially as an orphan. <laughs> but I like how he is no, gaining his ties. No, back no, I know, I know. Yeah, he's fighting to get it back. No, I know. <laughs> I know. It's rather ironic. That's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, yes, he's discovering he has a family, but you did the awesome, you did the write up with just just you know the character and his dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I see the irony in it now. Yes, <laughs> he's not happy I brought that up. No, I was hoping you weren't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> How much chance of that? Mm, cold out. 
No, but I mean, ultimately, it's worked out because he has, as a guard, discovered his family, and that's become very important. Extremely well, it's a important crimson ghost. ghost so, yes. mm. and he's leaning heavily on it now. Oh yeah, this, I mean, as Fiona, as well as you should. I I liked uh, there were, there are a few stories in that book. How they just packs in general, they celebrate you know, constantly. Yeah, and it's not even just just celebrating everything. It was there was a there was some kind of battle, and there are a few members of this set that went into battle. Some had gone down and died, and those packs of those packs of the remaining members were celebrating their life. Look at all the good things he did during this battle. They weren't mourning the death; they were celebrating it. They were celebrating the life. They were, yeah, they were celebrating his life. You ever been to an death. Irish funeral? No, it's oh. just a giant party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are oh. fun. I think I had a four-day hangover for my last one. Mm, they are fun. So you've had more than one Irish funeral? Yeah. Jesus. And honestly, that's another thing that I love, love about the tribe, is literally look at how in the apocalypse, or in the coming apocalypse, how shitty your life is going to be. And Let's have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, ed- enjoy your every moment before you face the kiss of death. Mm-hmm. Just, ed- ed- you know, and just have fun, drink, be merry. Yeah, music, food, dancing. I mean, it goes on and, and on. And until you pass out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't stop till you yeah. drop. You know, uh, passion, I mean, you mm-hmm. said, Danny, that's, that's the word that gets thrown around a lot. And it's not inaccurate, but I think sometimes it gets used to a point where it stops having meaning. How so? Well, you know, um, yeah, Fianna, they're, they're so passionate. They're the passionate tribe. They're so passionate. About, I think it gets overused. You know, and you start to, it almost it almost sounds like a feather word sometimes, but it, like it's it's a real thing for the Fianna, and, and I, I think uh, we we look at that is exclusively a good thing, when it's not. aggressively not always no. a good thing. Not always. <laughs> well, honestly, Fianna are slaves to their passion. I mean, they just can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I mean, like. We have even made the comment that they're professional alcoholics. Like, they just, they hmm. dive it's into stated it. in the book. <laughs> yeah. Like, they dive in. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to go at it, go at it 100%. That's just how the Fianna are. <laughs> I remember someone was mentioning, like, stereotypes of the Fianna drunks. And poor is like, that, that's not a stereotype because they're professional drinkers. <laughs> you have to earn that. But in in a certain level, like the the dancing, the partying, the the revelry is kind of a self medicating. Oh, absolutely. Um, but could also get out of control. Well, not can. It does. does. <laughs> yeah, that's this is just why this tribe has the most metas. Excluded, of course, the spirals, but they don't count. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. It's not. Yeah, no. They're not good enough. I just, if I didn't say it, someone was gonna. Right, that's fair. Like, you, we we all know, like, three people (laughs) who would hit us up in Discord that day, the day this airs. And people would be yelling at their phones. Right, we'd we'd get actually. So, I I had to mention it. (laughs) Actually, this is what we know. And the hilarity of it all is they treat their metas like garbage. Oh, yeah. Just oh. absolute trash. Well, well and, not, and it, Fiona, though, they honestly, they see it as a deformity, and a deformity to them is spiritual corruption. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, and being so tied so. into the Fae and spirits, I mean, I can see it in their eyes on why they would see it as it's being you're corrupted. You're not that perfect. How you never not perfect in Gaia's eyes, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's important to mention to add to that that it's not just Metis. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even it's, the non metis that yeah, are scarred beyond Agar's ability to heal are also shocked. Yeah, so any physical deformity is a reflection of a spiritual corruption. Yeah. Yeah. According to the Fianna. Yeah, so right. according, to the Fianna. according to the Fianna, Hunter yep. is a broken metis pile of shit. Yep. And, and <laughs> to the Fianna, <laughs> you are worthless. And worm tainted. And they've scraped more important things off of their feet. Yeah, so I'm not welcome back to Tom's family's place. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Ghost family's place. It's one of those, they, like, accept it, but it's also one of those, like, a cousin that you didn't know, and if he died, you wouldn't even look that way. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's harsh. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you didn't know him, so it's just, look, you're going to turn a blind eye to it. People you don't know die every day. <laughs> But you said cousins, so that implies some kind of family tie. But if you don't it's, know... It's one of those cousins that are, like, thrice removed. All right. <laughs> but I did read in the book that any um, physical manifestation, even as small as a blemish, so a freckle in the wrong place, oh. can be indicative of worm taint. Wow. Well, there was the case of, um, what was his name, Pizza Face No Soul? <laughs> there you go. The, the famous Galliard. <laughs> famous, huh? Shut up. <laughs> and it, defects in the body represent a weakness of the soul. Yeah, they're a little a little harsh. Like, That's just a smidge. <laughs> that, it just smacks me of excuses. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because it, it reminds me, and this might come up again, that, um, you know, it, there, there's a certain tribe out there that we recently covered. Okay. Who have largely been regarded as bullies and ruffians and, and monsters. <laughs> and um, their stance on the Mattis has always been that if you can do the work, you can be part of the team. High five, cripple one-armed man. Mm-hmm. You were that in battle, you're a rock star. Yeah. Because you're going to keep working and you're going to keep fighting. And not, that is a hangnail that I don't like the position of. You're a worm-tainted monster. <laughs> See, that confuses me a little bit, too, because they're another one of the, the you know, quote-unquote warrior tribes. So if someone's in battle and they get those battle scars, and you know, they don't see that as a battle scar's glory. It, you know what, actually, you know, I made my jokes, but that's a really good point. That, that does kind of surprise me. Oh, you're just making me speechless over here. <laughs> well, and if you look at it, from an opposing viewpoint, like, if you're in battle and you're doing bad stuff because you're in a war. Hmm? Can, can you elaborate on bad stuff, please? Bad touch. Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> the opposite. I, I see. I wasn't even making a joke there. I'm just I'm curious what we're... You know, what, what I mean, if you're, if you're on the battlefield and you're, you're killing and maiming and, you know, being violent... Wasn't that the point of the battlefield? Well, yeah, but I'm saying it, it it doesn't leave your, you know, your brain. You absorb some of that, and it can scar you, like the human mind. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that can open you up for it to be easier the next time. And, you know, I mean, there's a level of PTSD. There's a level of... 
you know, reacting wrong and, you know, being scarred psychologically that that can lead to. So I can see where they can say that it can lead to a weakness of the soul. I see it, yeah. It's an interesting perspective. I also see like the opposite side of that coin, where I say you know the get their their the battle scars and that's glory, whereas if you say well if you got a battle scar that means you did something wrong and you shouldn't have been cut or scarred up like you weren't doing good enough. Oh why are why are we rewarding you for getting hit? Kind of yeah. Okay. I mean like, I see that's... the opposite side of the coin is the point yeah. I mean I think those are both good points. Those are very good points. But but either way I think it's an interesting issue to begin yeah. with because they are. One of the, where do you use the quotes, your warrior tribes. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's one of those things, like, back when these thoughts were, you know, taking root and and gaining traction, there were more guru on, on the planet versus humans. And, you know, I mean, the numbers were more even than they are today. So, the Fianna multiply. (laughs) <laughs> yes. They, what? They, they multiply so, often. <laughs> so they could afford to, like, cull some of their own if they needed to. Which happened a lot because the territorial wars back in the day. Oh, yeah. So many of them. I mean, they were fighting over Ireland, Scotland, England, all over the place over there. They just mm. kept on fighting and fighting. Fighting over Ireland? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> I, I, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. You know... Well, to get Ireland. They didn't have it at first. I just have never heard of conflict in or around Ireland. Yeah. Now, is that where Weird. they were fighting the Fomorians? The Fomorians, yes. That's when they actually went to Ireland to claim that land. You know, someone's going to call you out on that now, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it was funny. Saying that to Porter. Exactly. Just like, no, I, I think it's funny, but Tom didn't entertain it, so i got to tell it to you. But And that's where the Fomori get their name. That's correct, actually. Uh, the Fomori were a seaborn race, actually. The Fomorians. Fomorians, sorry. And, yeah, they fought them for control of the lands. Obviously suffered huge losses. Please continue. You, you look like you're ready to say something. I am, but I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I, I, I want to double down on this Fomorian thing. Go double down. Feel free. Because, I mean, that's basically it. They were a seaborn race. They eventually fought them and forced them to leave. That, I mean, that's interesting to be a seaborn race. They were pretty vague with it on the seaborn race part of it. I, I'm not surprised. Mm. But wouldn't that be the purview of the Rokia and I guess the Were Otters? <laughs> it's very vague. In I the mean, book. I guess I them know. too. I don't know. <laughs> but after they did win it, that's when the Sept of the Trispiros was formed. Oh, see, that's that's awesome. Yep, that's it, it's, once it's, they it's, did win over Ireland, they formed the Sept of the Trispiral and the Silver Tara. That's I, cool. It just struck me here that seaborn. You know, the idea that that's, you know, the idea where the Fomori came from, you know, the, the root of it, mm-hmm. and then being seaborn, and that's aggressively the domain of a particular shifter. Right. You know, so I feel like maybe there's a deeper story there, and um, if there isn't... Maybe there should be. Exactly. You know, maybe that's something for storytellers to explore. Mm. That would be fun. Right? It's it's curious. Mm-hmm. Because you know? it's very vague in the book. I'm sure it's vague in other books. And, I mean, you can literally dig into that for Chronicles. And it's, yeah. and it's the Rokia. They had one job. Keep the fucking water clean. Yeah. Guess what they haven't done? <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's why. Not very not very jawsome. Oh, or maybe that's how they did clean it. Jawsome. Not jawsome. They just swept all that crap onto the surface. Yeah, 
Yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. Under it's like, the surface. It's like, it's like the leaf blower thing. You just blow all the shit to your neighbor's yard. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what they did. Now we have to deal with it. Dick move. Right? That's what I'm saying. Don't be a dick neighbor. That's just life advice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's, I still can't believe how many times they like battle over England, Scotland. I, once they established Ireland, though, they never lost it. Wow. That is one piece of land that they always protected. Not a single sept had ever gotten taken in Ireland. Mm-hmm. A, the pre-Rome. Okay. This is pre-Rome. Okay, thank you okay. for... This is pre-Rome. Thank Sorry. you for that caveat. Yep. <laughs> pre-Rome. This is once they had got Ireland. They did not lose it pre-Rome. Don't... Okay. I was, I was about to summon the meteor of mm-hmm. bullshit. I know. <laughs> but thank you, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah, there's a... I mean, the chronicle... It's huge on how much they have. It dates back so far. They go down to like 3,000 B, before the BC. Yeah, I mean, they, they did not skimp on the history. Not at all. Right. And it's, it's so much, it's hard to cover it all. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. It, it, it would be just, daunting. I mean, just the gist of it. They're always fighting the get. They're always fighting uh, the Silver Fang. They're always fighting... No, they're just, they're just fighting over territory? Just fighting over... Constantly trading over territory. Scotland got traded, like, four times. <laughs> constantly kept getting <laughs> traded. Eventually, there was one point where the Fianna actually owned Ireland, Scotland, and England. They had all of it at one point. But then, obviously... <laughs> More numbers came yeah. back, and yeah, at least then it's just a constant. Yeah, it's just a constant throw of power everywhere. But then we get on to when Rome started gaining power, when worms started coming in, <laughs> mm. and this becomes pretty significant. And this is uh oh, and they also were fighting the Black Furies all the time up there too. I forgot about that. <laughs> it's just constant turmoil. And they felt left out. They you know. <laughs> Okay, so why did you say Rome was significant? Well, you know, we, we get into an event, um, I want to say around 225 AD. Mm-hmm. And I might be skipping some stuff here with his notes. I, I can't see them. I don't yeah. know. But um, the, the fall of a certain civilization. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, I say the shift in the balance of power. Are you referencing the Picts? I might be referencing the Picts. Okay. Please you know, explain. A, a, a change <laughs> in the in the in the power dynamic. Yep. That, that has maybe had a ripple effect. Uh, you could say that. Yeah. You know. Okay. So, so so of course we're talking about the fall of the White Howlers. Yes. And the creation of the Black Spiral Dancers. Okay, now it makes sense. The You're, White Howlers came from the Picts. Okay. Yeah, you were kind of dancing around that a little bit. Yeah, I was playing with it. Dancing. I was playing we with were, my food. We were having fun. Yeah. I, I, gave, I, I gave was trying the to see where you were going with it. I was about to drop a Hadrian's Wall reference. That was also when Rome was gaining power still. Yes. Yes, because that was mainly uh, the Glass Walkers. Actually, they were known as the Warders of Men at the time. They claimed the Romans as kin. So they claimed that whole area as kin. But Worm was moving in to Rome, and they could not control the corruption. So wow. obviously, Fianna, Get, Silverfang, all were trying to, like, hey, you can't do this. We're going to step in and try to fix this. And they could not. Well, and leeches were, were yeah, involved. leeches were a problem as well. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is you'll hear a lot about Rome from different tribal perspectives. But I think I want to sum it up largely by saying it was a shit show. Oh, huge. <laughs> yeah. And Fiona yeah. actually state that the White Howlers were the one that were successful on calming it. They, well, again, they... But eventually they did succumb to the war. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. they, they had a problem. Yeah. You know, we, we go right back to Hadrian's Wall and everything north of that was White Howler territory. Right. All of it. You know, they, they held that line until they aggressively didn't anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oops. Oops. <laughs> they held the line at a price. 
They held the line until they all danced the dance. And That's there's the mild Olay. deep. Olay. Mild deep block. <laughs> yep, the sept of the mild deep block. Which, uh... Yikes. Don't go there. Yeah, bad news bears. That's not a good vacation spot. No. No, I would not go there ever. You couldn't pay me to go there. (laughs) Well, Ghost came close. Very. Didn't want to. No. That wasn't really willingly. (laughs) Tricked, yeah. He was being herded like sheep. Mm -hmm. And for the cubs out there that don't know, the Mile Deep Block is a black spiral hive. It it was once upon a time the White Howler Cairn. Mm-hmm. Much like the Sept of the Blood Fist or the Silver Tower, or the Tris- you know, we we can name all of them. Yeah, but they're home. home we're set, like we're, the we're not gonna. <laughs> the biggest Septs of the tribes. Yep. Yeah, So renamed to the Mile Deep Block. Is that what you called it? Yeah, it's the Mile Deep Block. Okay. Cool name, but that certainly is. <laughs> also, sounds very very painful and dreading, dreadful. There you go. There you go. Well, and once you know Rome. We all know the history of Rome. Once it fell, it eventually the Roman Empire collapsed. Collapsed. <laughs> what? Oh darn! <laughs> so surprised. England, England, but, obviously. But Caesar. <laughs> and that's why we're all speaking Latin today. Yeah. Ipsum Latum. <laughs> Kiss custodius, ipsis custodius. <laughs> nope. Nope. These notes are waste. That one was real, asshole. Mm-hmm. My notes are waste. That's what I'm trying not to laugh. No. I got, um, I got nothing left after the Rome thing. That switches to Britain. I mean, we can if you want. We can skip ahead if you want. What's, what's, in, what's in your heart? Well, there's one person I did want to bring up. All right. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. The greatest villain of the Fianna is what they called it in the revised book. This is Oliver Cronwall. Oh. Okay. <laughs> they literally curse his name. He stopped all of the Fianna's resistance in Ireland and annexed it into England. And who is Cromwell? I, I know he was a high in power and station in England. I mean, and he yeah. obviously knew of Garo. <laughs> it didn't really dig that deep into Cromwell's backstory. It just, hey, this guy was bad. We hate him because he made us, literally took almost Ireland away from us. And Oliver Cromwell is an our-world historical figure that was central in the Irish government being part of England and being under the United Kingdom. Yeah, because he was the reason, he was, uh, Britain gained control of Ireland due to him, Mm -hmm. and Ireland now became part of the United Kingdom. And now after all that happened, the Industrial Age hits. Ooh, and yep. then... You can imagine what happens to the land and blah, mm. blah, blah. So and not only that, there's another one that hits. The potato famine. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So this starts forcing a lot of Garu, a lot of Kim, get on boats, Come. go to the Americas. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've been waiting for the, for the New World section. Okay. We're hitting it. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting for it. <laughs> I've been sitting here, and I'm like, don't rush it, don't rush it, he'll get there. He'll <laughs> fucking get, get there. there. I know, you, you did. I just, I was patient for mm-hmm. once, and look what happened. I'm being rewarded. And guess what? We can, and when we get into this, we can get into the third stain of the Fianna. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At least they admit it. That's true. That's they admit true. a lot of their bad. <laughs> no, um, no, this was something I noticed. Um, you know, looking over the, in terms of the New World and the, the Fianna's place in it. Um, and I thought it was interesting because this recently came up in our Discord. Okay. So, like, now I have to talk about it. <laughs> yep. Right? Yes, you yeah, do. but do you? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. How do we not? What is it? 
What well, is it, it? Well, it you know, Fianna, you know, like another tribe, again, we recently talked about, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, would also, we use the terms, test the strength <laughs> of, of uh, Cairns. <laughs> and, you know, Tom, I'm looking directly at you. What? Because, you know, during that episode, the, the, the Get a Fenris episode, I believe mm-hmm. it was, yeah, mm-hmm. you, you, took, you took issue with the idea of the Get a Fenris Marching on the cairns of the pure ones and taking them if they were able, because the pure ones clearly couldn't dare their cairns. You took a lot of issue with that. No comment. <laughs> oh, we can play the tape. You absolutely did. Tom, microphone's over here. No, play the fifth. <laughs> and, and I thought it was interesting that the Fianna also did this. They took the ones that they could. And um, they actually talk about their stance on that matter in, in the book. And it essentially was, um, you guys should get over it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Followed by, um, then again, if the original owners were capable of defending their own cairns, they wouldn't be in this situation to begin with. Oh. So, identical. <laughs> oh. I just oh. thought that was very Ow. interesting. I'm going to phone my lawyer. All right. <laughs> One of the few times that I'm... Happy and playing a child of Gaia. <laughs> hey, I may be Fiona. You know I don't up. have to agree with everything. Oh, they're okay. I'm just saying, you were pretty harsh on the Get Offenders about that. Yeah, and I'm yeah. harsher on the Fiona part of it. That's why I skipped it and didn't write anything <laughs> out. <laughs> Hoping that Porter would just forget. I know he wasn't. I knew he was. When I was reading, I'm like, he's going to bring that up. And I kept going. <laughs> Please forget, please forget, please forget. Oh, come on, he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was no way. No, I, and I found that interesting. Obviously, this isn't the Get episode. Uh, you know, we did that already. But um, it is worth pointing out, and you've said so yourself after, you know, that the Get and the Fianna are a lot more alike than they are different. They are very alike. <laughs> and it, it took you this book to really see that too, didn't it? I mean, I read the book once prior, but now with the way more knowledge I have, it's easier to interpret it. And mm-hmm. yeah. mm. The second read-through was a eye-opening moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a warrior tribe that, that has the strong family ties. <laughs> yeah. Passionate about their things. You know, it's, they're, they're a lot alike. They're, mm-hmm. I, I would call them you know, cousins who aren't super fond of each other because they don't, or they do, see how alike they are. They're, they're too much alike, so they butt heads. I think oh, yeah. They're like yeah. brothers. Yeah. I mean, that's the way they look. They're like brothers. Like twin brothers, or one's a little older, not by much. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe one's a little little more of a party guy, and one of them's a bit more, uh, you know? Serious guy. Yeah. Business guy. Exactly. There you go. It's that's like, actually a perfect way of putting it. You know, you can crash on the couch. I, I know I said that, but I didn't mean every night. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of thing, you know. Yeah, well. But please, let's, let's go on. I just, I've been waiting. I know I've been you were. waiting. I know you were. <laughs> I was trying not to segue into it. There was no, <laughs> there was no way of getting around it, I know. Unless you followed up with, and then they all died before they hit America. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, man. The boats just sank. We're done. It's weird that we're talking about them as a tribe at all. Well, they still have Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> Well, their third greatest sin against Gaia is what they call it. It's the slaughter of the bunyip. The War of Tears. The War of Tears. The Fangs, the Get, the Fianna, and the Talons all united to take out the bunyip. And after finding, well, it was this and the reason why. 
mm -hmm. is because they found a red taloned corpse deep in a Binyup sacred place. Okay. Hmm. So they went to all out war and annihilated them. Yeah, this this is interesting to hear this from the Fianna perspective. And we are for sure going to go over it in greater detail at a later date. Yeah. You know, there is going to be a Bunny Up episode. There is going to be a War of Tears episode. Those mm -hmm. are both... Happening. Yeah, those are topics I'm excited about. But... They still go on, though. Oh, I'm sorry, please. I'll, After, I'll... obviously, they annihilate them all, they do learn that it was a setup by the Spirals. Which is exactly what I was about to say. Is, you know, traditionally, it, it's, it was... Well, the other tribes got involved. Oh yeah, it was a um, five tribe thing. I mean, but they, it was it was predominantly the, the beef between the Talons and the Bunyip, and the Spirals, frankly, just played the shit out of the Talons. Mm -hmm. And then the Talons got everyone else involved. It wasn't hard to do. Apparently not. Bunyip are super weird. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, technically they're not even wolves. That's. The, the, the Thiaclean is not mm. technically a wolf. Look, that's a yeah, that's a whole other episode. Okay, we'll, we'll get there. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> there's there's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. but, well, at least the Fianna admit that they were they're super guilty about it. They'd still think it's such a huge stain on their whole culture, their I, tribe. I would agree. Yeah. They're good on them for. Oh yeah, they'll admit yeah. they did a huge wrong on that one and assisting on that. They don't like that they had to kill yet another of their brothers. Like a whole fucking tribe. Gone. Now, were they such a small tribe? Is that way just destroyed them all? Well, I mean, again, that's... that's this is also America's coming into America. America wasn't as settled as it is now. Well, you remember the Bunyip were Australian. Mm -hmm. That's where they were. Just okay. Australia. They're limited. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's only so much space. Gotcha. And they, they didn't live the same kind of life. Didn't see the same type of, uh, I guess, just total bullshit mm -hmm. that the European guru had. So a lot of events that, you know, a lot of history. Okay. Yeah, we can move on to totems now. Wow. Wow, okay. That's about where it cuts off is right there. there. Do we want to do camps? I think I think camps should probably... Is it camps first or is it totems first? Danny, normally you're, uh, you're, you're the czar, right? Uh, you're the arbitrator <laughs> of curse episodes. I don't remember which. I, I think half of them we did the camps first, the other half we did. <laughs> it's, it's whatever your heart's in it. See, isn't it? That's the thing. Is now we're calling him out as Johnny Format because every time we do this, he's like, "We have a format, damn it!" And it's like every time we're, like, well, we're doing what we want. No, Danny ain't got shit. Oh, I ain't forgot shit. <laughs> there we go. Except I did forget which order this comes in. That's what I did forget. Well, I'm gonna segue us into totem. Then totem okay. is. All right. Totems, then ah. camps. <laughs> I just think totems more interesting, so it should be later. <laughs> okay, camps then. Ha! Oh, oh. If you think it's more interesting, then camps. Well, I would, because I don't like camps. Which is fair, and obviously, They're, I didn't they, write many down, because they honestly only had like six or seven. Yeah, they don't have many camps, so it'll be a small section, but they do have some interesting ones. Um, there's the But we song. already did mention the Tuatha de Fon, so... Right. Um, enunciate that one. <laughs> Tuatha de Fion. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> it still sounds cool. Hey, um, the Songkeepers are possibly their oldest camp, and they keep the history alive. They're, like, a lot of galliards, but there are other auspices in there. 
But it's keeping the history, keeping the mm -hmm. lore, you know, relevant and knowledgeable. Um, we have the Brotherhood of Hearn, which is dominated by Ahrounds, and it's modeled after the Wild Hunt, which I just think is neat. That is neat. Um, they were having a lot of problems with worm attacks, mm -hmm. and... They were sending troops and leaving their own Karens undefended. So they devised a way to have one or two members from each Karen. And they would be called up and they would moonbridge as close as they could to the worm, you know, creatures. And then they would just assemble this massive war party and go raging like the wild hunt and just plow over everything but it wasn't leaving their Karens undefended because it was only one or two members from each spot still could make a decent sized war party doing that oh yeah time. and and I mean it sounded like they were just crazy that's the group I'd love to be a part of <laughs> see and I like hearing about the the whispering rovers okay think of them like striders mm-hmm but have a greater purpose. <laughs> it's funny I put greater purpose, but still. And their purpose essentially is they're, they're scouts for the Fianna. They're the ones that, because Fianna are so tied into their homeland, they're so tied into their families, they, they uproot themselves from all of that and go scout for their tribe and give get their tribe their information. Right, and they bring their family with them. Some of, some, some of, yeah, like, so like direct family. So like sometimes, sometimes travels with them, sometimes does not. It depends on the Garu, obviously. Yeah. So but, like gypsies. Yeah, but they can bring, like, you know, their kids with them or, you know. Which, which seems a little irresponsible, <laughs> but it seems to work for them. I guess. You know, they're slaves to their passion. you got to bring your mates. Um, <laughs> and the Whispering Rovers travel the lands of man. And the children of Dyer do the same thing, but they limit themselves to the wild places. Mm -hmm. And they're really good at being wolves. Mm -hmm. So, no, <laughs> it, it's No, that, you just read as a sentence. That's, yeah. <laughs> and that's so if you want to learn more about being lupus or, you know, wolf nature, you can go and find them and spend time with them. I, I, I was going to bust balls right there. You'd say, or ask a red talon, but I would... Much rather talk to Fianna about that. Right. I, I aggressively agree with you. <laughs> like, I was going to be like, well, I think maybe the Red Talons, now that I think... You won't get a straight answer? I, I think I might not walk away from that encounter. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to... Go, go see the, the children of Dyer. I'm going to get a, you know, like a bottle of Glenfiddich and... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go, hey, hey, dead man. <laughs> why don't you teach me about right whiskey in there. Um, <laughs> then there's the... Whiskey. The children of Fion, which you covered, mm -hmm. they're the ones that specialize in dealing with the Fae, and you can't ask to join them, you have to be recruited. Correct, because you basically have to, they have to know that you have Fae in you. Right. And then there's... Yeah, phrasing. It's going to say, do you have a little Fae in you? Uh, Would you, you like to? Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the grandchildren of Fion. Who set out to battle the worm for glory and honor, or money? <laughs> <laughs> he just tagged it in there at the end. Or money. Yeah, that's good. Uh, 
Mercenaries? Well, you know. Essentially, that's layman's way of putting it. <laughs> you know, party supplies cost money. Okay? Just saying. How much whiskey they drink, you gotta be able to buy it. <laughs> I, I love how you frame that in the most irresponsible way possible. Um, and the deal with this group is their wanderings are guided by stag. So, like, they could be just walking in the Umbra and be like, oh, I think I see stag over there. Let's go this way. Like, they don't know where they're going. Just they're going that way. So they just rely on... On stag to show them where they need to be. What if he just, like, he forgot that day and hasn't shown up in a few days? Are you saying that their their totem is irresponsible? No. Okay. What if... Okay, fine. How about what if he was over here, but they couldn't see him, so they kept going that way? Sticks out invisible. (laughs) (laughs) And it is their job to follow. (laughs) I don't think they're going to miss him. Well, maybe they were drinking too much whiskey and they didn't see it that time. Well, they saw three of them. There you go. <laughs> Aim for the middle one. Aim. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, speaking of totems. Oh, boy. Yes. Now, yes. there you go. Yes. Um, and, of course, Stag is the totem of the mm-hmm. And uh, Stag, like uh, a few of the totems out there that we've covered before, he's one of those guys that would prefer both his spirit brood and, and his, his tribe handle their own shit. He, he's one of those... I don't want to say he's a hands-off guy because he's, he's really, really not. But he, he doesn't... He, he doesn't want your shit. He doesn't he, micromanage? He, yeah, no, he doesn't. But he a little bit does, too. Was, it's, it's tricky. So I was going to ask, scenes? is he guiding these people or are they just making shit up? Well, no, that's exactly it. Is there's, there's just the way that... Um, his greater brood, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, you go through the Fiona book, there's some cool shit, but none of which I'm going to talk about. Right. Because that's not what I do. I, I hit up Axis Monday. <laughs> but, um, so much of his brood, and it's a huge fucking brood, you know, and I guess that is only fitting when you look at Fiona, mm. generally their family size, look at that, there's a correlation. <laughs> um, huge brood, and a lot of them are different aspects, or if you will, relatives of Stag. Okay. You know, you um, <laughs> you you have Dawn, um, which is a spirit of actual, like actually the Dawn. Sunrise. Not, not the dish soap. No, not the dish soap. Okay. The sunrise. And not that girl from Spanish class. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but the Dawn, who you know actually enjoys visits from Garu, which and I that's thought was neat. Super neat. Right. Like, mm-hmm. who's what spirits excited to see? What, what anyone is excited to see a Garu? Especially spirit-wise, because you know that girl needs a thing. Right. <laughs> right, this is... And she's all like, hey, what's up? Yeah, like, super cool, super chill, helpful, knowledgeable, as long as you're not threatening her. Everything's, everything's solid. You know, I think that's fair. I, I think so, too, but... And kind of her. It, it's, it's rare that you get someone, like, just so... Yeah, what can I do for you? It's great. That's nice. It's so nice to see you. Here's stuff. Fuck, all right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, um, I mean, that's, and that's not so much related to Stag, but, you know, the Hind is a spirit of innocence and childhood and is actually Stag's daughter. Hmm. Oh. You know, it, it's a snow, you know, snow white doe with dark eyes who, by the way, was a partial inspiration of Kinderheart, the, the custom totem of the Sept. I was Summer wondering where, mm-hmm. where that inspiration That, that came is a par- partial inspiration was the Hind. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, the, the mysterious totem of the summer rain, which I will point out whose true name has yet to be revealed. Hmm. 
boom, knowledge grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you have Impala, the spirit of badass cars. <laughs> That's not true. No, I hope, no. I hope not. <laughs> I'm thinking more of like the, the gazelle creature thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. But yeah. I know. It was for a second. It was right there. I was in a bed. Um, no. Vroom, don't encourage. Vroom, vroom. Don't encourage him. Oh, because that's going to stop. <laughs> that's just going to make me do it more. Yep. Um, but, you know, that's it's the great antelope, uh, which is the spirit of knowledge in his stag's, like, chief advisor. Because mm-hmm. stag has that. Like, you don't think of the totems in terms of this way, but oh, Stag's got that. He's got his daughter, it's, you know. Um, Probably just because there's so many of them. Yeah, you know, Yale, the ancient buck, the great protector who represents Stag's, and I quote, mysterious aspects. <laughs> <laughs> so mysterious, that's the actual quote. That's how vague it's got to be. We don't even get to know the mystery. That, that is... Just mysterious aspects. Just <laughs> shut up about it. <laughs> Not allowed to know. Only that's he's what, allowed to know. I know, that's why this is very mysterious. Like, there's like glitter and jazz hands. Right? Could be. That's and, 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 your storyteller at that point. And, and now I picture you with like a Fu Manchu. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, yes. It's mysterious. You don't get to know. <laughs> and I think that's a great out for a storyteller who gets caught off guard. Like, Probably. You could just uh, hide it under that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do, so... Mysterious. Mysterious. Right? Um, you know, you... Uh, there's <laughs> Chess hands. <laughs> there are the hearts, who, like, uh, like, you know, was referenced earlier. Um, you know, they're, they're Stag's beneficiation, Stag's will. Mm-hmm. Who will, you know, lead um, guys defenders to their goals and lead our enemies into traps. Which is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at least someone is. <laughs> um, there's there's the Kelpies, which are essentially sirens. Mm-hmm. You know, um, quote, sensual water spirits. I don't know sensual. if the water is sensual or the spirit is sensual. It was unclear. Well, but... and, and <laughs> Kelpies are a thing in, you know, fey folklore. Yes, yes. So I think that's neat. And part of Snake Spirit Root. Um, and then, of course, there's the, the Black Stags, the Manifestation of Stag's Fury, which is generally bad news bears. It wanna... doesn't sound good at all. Right. You know, and then you've got some easy ones like Brook and Rabbit, who, you know, spirits, you know, there's no surprises here. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, one of my favorites, of course, and, and I say this one for last, is uh, Grain. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the well-endowed gold-skinned blonde woman. The actual spirit of spirits, hmm. who, for those of you who have been paying attention <laughs> to, or are, are curious yep, as to our little canon, has cursed the famous uh, Sound Strider segment Rainmaker because someone, <laughs> someone can't seem to remember that her eyes are, in fact, up here. <laughs> <laughs> it's neat that his brood is like different aspects of him mm-hmm. because when you explain Stag, Stag has. Three forms, technically, is what Fiona say. He has three forms, and Fiona, are, if you read the book, they're big on threes. Yes, they consider it balance. Mm-hmm. So with Stag, it has his three forms. One is White Heart, which is his passion in nature. Again, going back or to passion the, and romance. Going back to the hearts who follow the brute. Yep. Then you have the Horned One, mm-hmm. which is power and nature, and then you have Serunos. I believe that's how you pronounce it. The god of forests, the master of the hunt. So basically, your war 
party. Hmm. And that they do threes a lot. So not only that, like Fianna has, they consider themselves, they have three classes. Mm-hmm. They have their warriors, their bards, and their druids. And okay, so that's where they the three. Okay, yep. well, that's and that's not that. only the threes. Like even when they tell their stories, they want you to have knowledge, truth, and nature in your stories when you tell them. They 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 reference three so much. It's kind of awesome because I believe it's Celtic for there's balance in it. Yeah, it's the the triquerta. Oh, that's cool. Mm. Right. And that's really cool. You know, I I liked how they they laid out the the festivals and the holidays mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That oh, yeah. was that was really, you know, a nice little nod in there. They're big on their festivals. I mean, obviously oh. we've gotten over. We already talked about that much. These guys love to party. Well, so yeah. if they've got an excuse to party, they're gonna party. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just giving you credit because I think that little tie-in with the balance and the and the threes. I think that was really cool. So nice yeah. job. Just, that's just how it is in the book. <laughs> the, the yeah, it's it in threes all the time. Your your tie-in to it, I thought was cool. I'm giving you credit. Take it. Thanks. <laughs> well, and even even when they're talking about the the clans before they were a tribe, they referenced nine times nine, mm-hmm. and it was referenced that it's you know divisibles of three exactly, mm-hmm. and that's where. Threes are everywhere in this country. Yeah, it really is, like, or multiples of threes. Mm-hmm. Now, at the risk sure. of breaking format. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. And I guess this is one of these, these things where <laughs> this could get voted down and cut entirely. Okay. You never know. But in the interest of season two, mm-hmm. the interest of the idea of, of going deeper, you know, than, than we have in season one, I, I would love to take a minute to talk about playing a Fianna. And maybe some some advice you could give Tom, or maybe some. I, I know I got a couple to say as far as the the dangerous don't list mm-hmm. in terms of playing Fianna, but it, but is that thing we we feel we have room for? I think that's a cooler idea than doing gifts because yeah, gifts these are cool things, but like that's how it's your character and how you do it. So let's get the deeper aspect of that character. I'm in. Well, are we talking about like? What we would play, what we would want to play, or or how we would play. Well, I guess I guess I just run with it, and if we cut it, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I think there's there's a very real danger when you're play, uh, when you decide I want to make a Fianna. All right, to play either William Wallace or the dwarf from Lord of the Rings, or something to do with Lucky Charms, or something to do with Lucky. There you go, Johnny Leprechaun. Right. It's called, let's for the threes. There we go. Nice. Johnny Leprechaun will be the third. Well, you what know, about the movie with the two guys with the guns? I can't remember the name. Uh, Boondock Saints. Boondock Saints. There's one of my favorite movies of all time, but besides the point. Typical Irish. Yeah, it's, you know, um, and I mean, I think even that is, I suppose it's just as much a cliche these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't always. Mm-hmm. So it was always before it was always, you know, the, the D&D dwarf mm-hmm. or, you know, um, Braveheart. And I, and I think that's a little insulting. I think it's it's probably the laziest way to play those. You're not you're not a dwarf from D and D. No, that's it's it's already not what you are. You are a nine foot, ten <laughs> foot tall murder monster. Right. Yeah, and you're not William Wallace. No, trying you're, to carry a flag. You're you're inciting Jack McDougal or you know Larry Tate from Cleveland, <laughs> who st- who stag accepted. Yeah. You know, and I think just just to play it like this, boys. 
I think... At least you can do the accent. I can't even do it. <laughs> well, just get away from me like your charms. <laughs> yeah, but Pumps you, of golden rainbows and the red balloons. But, it, like, fuck I, that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the point is just putting the accent doesn't mean you're playing that character. Right. No, I get it. And that's, that's just saying, at least you could do it. That's yeah, I mean, <laughs> Joe looks very disapproving over here. No, no. And I'm thinking, like, you don't have to be of any descent or heritage for Stag to choose you. That's true. So, I mean, you could be, you know, Laquisha from the hood. Mm-hmm. Damn right I am. See? Well done. Thank you. <laughs> and, and I mean, that, I think, could be an interesting angle. If, you know, don't do it for the gimmick. Right, but right. That could be an interesting angle because, let's face it, there there is a predominant, you know... Um, Stereotype? I was going to say ethnicity. Um, not ethnicity, but heritage in the Fianna. It's so, I mean, of course, Stag accepts you. Good. Mm. But, you know, if, if she goes back to the homeland, you know, to the tri-spiral, and, you know, to attend a moot, she's going to get some side-eye. Yeah. That's true. She yeah. will. It's like, that's a little... What? <laughs> Where's your pock, dear? <laughs> you know? But, I mean, I think that can be a good thing. I'm, I'm yeah. not saying it's a bad thing. And I, I think, think it's, for story. it's certainly better than playing William Wallace. Oh, yeah. You could still play a Fianna without doing the Irish aspect of it. No, I, I agree, and I'm, I'm encouraging that is what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, Fianna, they're traditionalists. They, they just, they love their, their history, their rich knowledge. There's, I mean, as long as if you could tell stories great by the fire, that's one good aspect of being a Fianna. I mean, if you have some blood ties, you don't have to have, like, you can narrow it down to Johnny McFarland or whatever. You don't have to narrow it all the way down to how you tie yourself into Ireland. Just as, you know, they're big on their kin, they're big but on their families, as long as you have something. You could have a family tie back to Gaul. You could. You, could. you don't have to deep dive no, that no, no. hard into it, though. But I'm saying, like, you don't have to have Irish heritage. Yeah, if Faye heritage. You know, you could. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think if I were going to roll up a Fianna, it would be a... Non-traditional. Um, and actually, if I were to, but I mean, if you look at my NPCs, you know, I look at Dead Man Dempsey, mm-hmm. and um, you know, today, you know, his his voice, it, it's you know, his he's been tweaked because you revise this shit over as you go, right? As well as you should. Yeah, but the original Dempsey was actually from Orange County, right? And the accent was just a thing he put on to fuck with people, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's just there. <laughs> yeah, well, but then the accent itself changed because, I, you know, I went that kind of Benicio del Toro, mm, you know. Right. It's not so much this as it's, it was a little more, it, it, was, it was a little cartoony back then. Yeah, it was a little more Lucky Charms, a little less Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah, but again, he was fucking with people. Right. So he'd be like, I Crimson Ghost, let's go get the shillelagh and teach the arm a lesson. <laughs> and you'd get Dempsey cut it out. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, and like I keep waiting for him to drop the accident, uh, the accent, accent yeah. by accident. Like, you know, I keep waiting for that to happen. Because he would back then. Every now and then, he dropped the accent. It was, and he'd it was just total be like, bullshit. "Shit!" But you know what? That's a background to that character. That, that's a right. more fleshed out character. Sure, but you know, it's a ragged bash. You thought uh-huh. it'd be funny. I still think it's funny, <laughs> and I'm I'm giving credit to that. That's well, thank that's you. awesome. But I think what I was saying, you know, is like, don't do that in earnest, though. 
Right. Mm. You know, like, because, I, I, I mean, there are new players out there who've never played a Fianna. Or who, you know, and that's their first, if that's your first instinct, don't go with your first instinct. Right. You know, I, I'm not calling your instinct an idiot. I mean, I like how that sentence comes together, but I'm not doing that. But I'm saying don't, don't go with your first instinct at that point. You know, mm. maybe take a step back. And even if it's a funnier character, you know. You, you can call it an error. You can call it down in certain areas. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you take you it a little more serious. still make it a serious. serious character. Yes. I mean, if you want to start off as the funny, start off as the funny. But couples, a couple episodes in, mm. call yeah. it down. Yep. You know. So that you get up. the feel of the Fianna. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, I mean, no. like you were just bragging on me earlier with my backstory. Well, <laughs> if I could go back and rewrite my backstory, I would. But I that was a brand new character. Right. Before I even really read the Fianna book. So, and, again, I was, I was just about shoe balls. I know, but I'm just it, saying, It's just the irony of it, but, again... I'm still keeping that backstory because yeah. we still family-tied myself in it. It's still got mm. good Fianna. And it, it's a testament to your growth as both a character and a player. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, thinking about it, like, I'd love to have a Latina brotherhood of Hearn Ahrown character. You know, they're big on family. Hmm. I can see it. Yeah. And like, all of a sudden, you know, a worm threat pops. She gets called. It's, you know, her, her you know, month to, you know, be on call. And she shows up. She moon bridges in and people are like, wait, what? I think that would be hysterical. No, I, yeah, I, I could see it. I could see it. You know, and I mean, obviously, there'd be more than that one note because, right? But oh. that visual, come it's, on, it's, come it's on. Well, you gotta also think about it. When we talk Fiona and all their history, it's from a long time ago. Yes, yes. we've all expanded. Yeah, made it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, well, you're I gonna mean, have non-Irish. I mean, they'll have like a speck of Irish in them. Yeah, well, there's more people with Irish heritage. Yeah, in don't <laughs> don't pour. <laughs> There's more people who claim Irish heritage in the United States than in all of Ireland's like history or something. Right. It's it's ridiculous. Well, mm. we're a slave to our passions. We like to just well, <laughs> you like you like to drink in March. <laughs> we're all Irish in March. It, I know. I guess. But we're all mutts, man. Yikes. We're all bonars. We yeah, have no exactly. idea. <laughs> but but thank you for indulging me on that. You know mm. or. Sure, you guys, if this gets cut. But <laughs> I, I just thought with season two, I know Give we're almost dive. done, but a little. No, I liked it. A little, little more into it, you know? Something, some advice for, for people coming forward, you know? Just don't lean, you don't have to lean so hard into the stereotypes. Yeah, and please yeah. don't. Don't have to. Yeah. yeah you know, really at that point, you're cartooning the character. Yes. The simp- if your first instinct is the simplest thing, for now, ignore your instinct. Mm hmm. You know, and it'll get better. It's or fine. Do the simple thing, but twist it. Yeah, give it, give it depth. Don't make it two D. Exactly. Get yourself out of cardboard town. Goddamn right. right. We haven't you used know. that in a while. You're gonna hear it a lot more often. You know, is yeah. You want to make you a real person as much as humanly possible, and the dwarf from Lord of the Rings oh, is not just the worst. that. <laughs> you want to do a one-off with him? Go ahead, but making an in-depth character don't make that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, let's play, remember. I mean, go play D&D at that point. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Remember. That's two. <laughs> That's two this episode. This episode. Oh, weirdos. It's like you got words on a list that you're waiting to say. <laughs> a lot of notes. What? Wow. I believe that's the end. Well, um, for now. Well, I mean, 
Tanny, did you find well, any? We had, we had some gifts, but again, I think maybe going to that deeper dive into what the Fianna meant and that character, I think that's a little bit more important than the uh, the gifts. Well, I mean, everybody looks at their toys and um, everyone yeah. tries. You know, I, th I, I mean, think that's probably true. And you know, you guys were talking about fairy light earlier, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's kind of an underrated gift. It really is. You know, it is taught. That's a level one Fianna gift. Yeah, and it's not a battle gift. It could be used with battle. But it's not an offensive or a defensive mm -hmm. gift. It's a strategic gift. Or just even a distraction. A distraction. Mm -hmm. You could use it as a beacon for your pack, saying, hey, it's safe to come, or an SOS, you know, whatever you need. I don't really see it as an attack gift because it's stated in its roles. It's not that bright. So I know what you were saying, where you could blind them with the fairy light. Yeah, I mean, you do it right in front of their face. It's sure. still not going to be bright enough. It's, no, but it's, it's, it's only bright enough for a three-foot circle around the user. So that's not that bright. Yeah, that might be startling. That'd be but... like candle light at that point. Yeah, it would startle them, but it's not going to blind them. Yeah, it says, I was thinking more of a distraction. I could see that. I just know you referenced... A ball of, you actually put the ball of light like in their eyes, like put it right against their face. And <laughs> <them>. <laughs> Maybe in their face, but in their eye. You been yeah. drinking? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you between two and three? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Good man. <laughs> yeah, he's Fiona checks out. Yep. <laughs> Professional drinker. But yeah, no, I just you know I I like. The non-traditional, you know, I, I like the the SOS, you know, and I think fairy light could be used in some interesting ways. The call for help, the, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, heck, it's a flashlight of nothing else. Right. It is something, yeah. You know, so I think that's neat, too. Well, so. It did say in there there was a, a Ragabash favorite. Mm-hmm. And I could use that so many ways. <laughs> well... I can I can see an owl back home at the sept, hiding in a tree, floating it over Whiplash as he sleeps, because you know damn well he'll blame Dempsey. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're a dead man, Dempsey. Now is it just one ball, or can you have multiple? That's what she said. Hmm. <laughs> glowing orbs, because you know I can see like <laughs> figuring out how to make them like change and be like disco lights. Yeah, you know, boy. in the party? I, I don't think it specifically states. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it's up to the storyteller. <laughs> That's Saturday Night Fairy Light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like rave, you know. I, I guess you could use it that way. I'm not going to say no. Yeah, <laughs> anything for the party. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like your storyteller might, though. <laughs> Most likely. No, no you, you can't turn fairy light into a disco ball. <laughs> but we got a party. But used in conjunction with a disco ball. Yeah, that would actually work. Because the disco ball does the work. The light's just there to, just to reflect off of it. So, yeah. <laughs> she got you. She's <laughs> not happy. Uh, sass mouth Joey. Mm. That's all right. I've been throwing them out today, too. <laughs> well, I, I suppose that's, um, that's, that's about Fiona. that for our yeah. Fiona. We have a, a Cubs corner. I don't have anything. I got nothing. You guys... Send us some stuff, right? We, we can't. Need it. Uh, we can't. We can't do nothing. You know, we we have to start making up questions. They're, they're gonna be really stupid. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at you. Look at he's looking at me and Danny. And so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not very nice. 
I, mean, I, I lumped myself into that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, you know, worst case, we have to come up with stuff, and we can, but... Why? It might not exactly. be interesting to you guys either. Right. right. It might not be something you want to hear. It might, be, it might, not, might not be helpful. We might just not want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll lie. Maybe we'll just start giving bad advice. No. Uh, we'll never know. our listeners. I mean, they, well, I mean, they, they wouldn't know. They'll, they'll, they'll find out. <laughs> later. Right. But we'll be long gone by then. That's true. We certainly won't be back the next week. <laughs> <laughs> and you certainly can't find us at our Discord. Which, how do they get to our Discord? Well, you can get there through our forums, and you can get to our forums by going to racercrosstheinternet.com. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Dot com. Dot com. We, we did, well, we're back to that. <laughs> no. I mean, we did the HTTP earlier. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Shit. You know, um... <laughs> <laughs> and if they forget those steps, they can always at me on Twitter, you know, at Rage Across. There you go. You can hit me up at, uh, at our Facebook, either the, the private group, which I'm, I'm a part of, or a regular Facebook page. You can also email us at uh, RageacrossPodcast@gmail.com. The best way to talk to us. Yeah, it's, in terms of questions, it's our favorite way. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. That um, and we can we keep track of the questions, too. Yeah, it keeps it all in one place so we can grab them because we, we did have a point, uh, a section where we lost. asked for, yeah, we asked for all these questions and then they came in like five, four or five different places. Then we lost them. Yeah, we just, we for just forgot to grab them for a bit. Especially if you guys post them in the Discord. That stuff's lost within minutes. Oh, yeah, that'll be gone forever. <laughs> yes. you, I mean, you might get an answer on the day, and that's cool. Right. But we also want to use that for the Cubs Corner for other people. Right. So. Because if you use those questions... Lost and gone forever. Yep. Well, uh, I'm just saying, if, if they do send in the questions to the email or the Facebook, oh, or yeah. and we get to keep track of those, you'll get the nice little shout-out. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, very possible. It's mm-hmm. usually... And, you know, hey, normally I'll answer those. Also. Right. You know, like yeah. I didn't know, usually I'll answer the email. So you don't have to wait. Right. And it'll show up on the show. Sometimes it's even the same answer. <laughs> Shocking, right? Sometimes. 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 But yeah, you know, if you uh, if you like what we do, please give us, a, give us a rating, give us a five star on whatever platform, you know, um, we're all the the iTunes. And yeah, yeah. All the, we're on all the platforms. Yeah, give us a yeah. five star. And you don't have to really write a review. You can tell us what your favorite Lucky Charms marshmallow shape is. It's true. I mean, sure, but... I mean, they really want like, to, yeah. We like the reviews, yeah. but... The reviews are nice. We'd rather have the ratings. Well, and the reviews to help, too. The reviews help, too. I, it's, it's the behind-the-scenes crap. It gets us to more people, and that's, mm-hmm. I think, something we're all interested in. Absolutely. Uh, but, hey, that'll do it for, for us this week. So we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. On behalf of uh, all of us here at uh, Submarine Studios, thank you for listening. We, we can't wait to talk to you. We'll see you next week. Take care of each other. Thanks for hollering with us. And a uh, special guest next week. You won't want to miss it. We'll see you.